Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace, wishing you a happy February as we wind on down to another month, which will be March. March is on the horizon, everyone. We are almost done with the month of February. It feels like Groundhog's Day time and time and time again. I don't know about you, but my day usually consists of waking up, shoveling the snow, going to my laptop to do my work, ending work, talking to my loved ones, and then going to sleep. And repeat. That seems like what has been transpiring in my life for almost a year now. And... This calendar year, wow, we've, we're almost a month into a global pandemic. And sometimes this Groundhog's Day feels consistently like over and over and over and over and over again. Sometimes you just, I just, ah, I need a break. I need to go somewhere. I need to do something. But things are restricted to ensure people are to ensure people are physically distancing and yeah it's 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 a lot it's it's definitely a lot um for for me for for pretty much everybody uh it's been it's been a journey of trying to know thyself and how to become a better person and it's really taught me how to practice my patience. Now, when I talk about patience, patience is one of those virtues that sounds simple from a distance. However, while the thought of waiting for something you want or need seems to, e- seems to be easy in theory, it's much more challenging in practice. <laughs> When you actually are faced with an obstacle, the entire concept of patience grows more and more challenging, and it can become difficult to improve patience in the moment. Uh, The test of patience rings true not just for, you know, people that are type A, but also for for people in in every facet of, of any field of expertise, for example, special education teachers, speech therapists, nurses, who drip with patients. And at times, it's not a muscle that's easy to flex, no matter who you are. Think about our healthcare professionals, going back to the nurses, the the doctors, those in the intensive care units, uh, practicing patients with with their uh, patients. it's, it's, it's a lot. It can be an emotional toll, emotional roller coaster. It's a lot. Uh, some people have more patience for family and loved ones, while others find strangers actually easier to be patient around. For some, the smaller the obstacle, the less patient. And for others, the opposite is true. Each person is different. Each person has their, their, their ebbs and flows of what patience looks like in their lives. Uh, whatever or whomever your trigger, patience is... Most difficult to muster up when you encounter a roadblock or a waiting time between you and that something you want or need. 
whether this be simple as long lines at the grocery store, when you want to go home with your groceries, the whole time when you have to speak to a customer service rep, the five minutes you must wait when your significant other is running late for dinner, waiting for the internet to come back up or waiting for your computer to reboot. And the big one for most of us is traffic, right? Traffic is a mofo. I mean, even in the midst of the pandemic, there's still traffic. But other things about patience is can be something about something that's significant, something that's big. Or something that might have life-changing implications. Uh, waiting for your doctor to call you back for, for test results. That could be nerve-wracking. You have to practice patience for that. Waiting to hear back about whether or not you got a promotion or a job. Uh, waiting for an investor's offer on a business. Waiting for immigration to let you know that you have been, imp- been approved to go to another country. Those things way way heavy uh no matter the gravity of the situation uh, i believe mindfulness can help you practice patience what is the link between mind mindfulness and patience you ask well let's let's take a look at that uh, to understand the role mindfulness plays in patience let's make sure we're working off of the same definition of, of patience so i went to the liberty of finding Marian webster's dictionary which patience means bearing pains and trials calmly and without complaint and steadfast despite opposition, difficulty, or adversity. You really you can't really practice patience if you're not mindful, aware of the situation you're in and your reaction to it. In the face of discomfort, inconvenience, or difficulty, which is an Evitable part of life on this planet, <laughs> you must preserve calmly, steadily, and mindfully. This may be easier in the face of some of the simple inconveniences like waiting in line or in traffic. And it could be much more difficult at the center of a very troubling or prolonged situation. The good news is that even the most impatient people can improve patience. And there are ample opportunities to practice being patient, given the inevitable inconveniences, annoyances, and unplanned challenges that show up pretty much all the time. So you want to get better at practicing uh, patience? You must practice patience. Uh, Here's some some tricks that I've learned. I I got this off the website from uh, Melissa Easler. I'll drop it in, in the link below just to get her takes and provide you some of that mindfulness to practice patience. The first thing that she recommends for us to do is pause and breathe. If you use the time, you must wait to take a few deep breaths. Your nervous system will slow down and instead of speed up. In some situations, by the time that you have taken 10 deep breaths, your weight will be over. In others, these breaths will help to center you and invite a calmer reaction to the weight. Another recommendation is stop resisting. Have you ever noticed that when you meet an unplanned inconvenience or challenge with resistance, you're really thrown off and your mood can turn sour and heavy? 
Everything becomes about overcoming and removing the challenges when you resist it. On the other hand, when you meet an unplanned and inconvenience or challenge with calmness, your mood remains steady and patient. This is the power in responding rather than reacting to unwelcome circumstances. Most often, it is not external circumstances that make you upset. It is your reaction to those external circumstances that cause the greater dose of stress in your life. And how do you control this when you're risking, when you're at risk for getting impatient? The trick here is to reduce resisting experiences that come your way. When you're unable to affect change. Practicing acceptance does not necessarily mean you like, want, support, or endorse everything you cross paths with. Rather, it means you're choosing to allow it to be there without resistance. When you can't change it anyway. In this way, practicing patience is to practice making your rea- your, your reactions to accept what is with openness rather than resistance. Does that mean that you have to welcome the situation with open arms and enthusiasm? It just means that you avoid resisting it and letting things happen with a neutral attitude. Another thing that Melissa provides is acknowledge the effects of impatience. In the moment, notice what is making you impatient and ask yourself, do I have control over the situation? If not, what do I have control over in this moment? Is the feeling of impatience helping or exacerbating the impact of the situation? And then what emotion or mood would be more helpful instead of the impatience? Another example would be look for the silver lining or lessons. Get curious about the particular moment you're in. Is there anything about the challenging or inconvenient situation that may land a positive impact on your life? Is there anything positive that was not available to you before and now that this challenge has presented itself? This may be include meeting someone new, discovering you know a coffee shop, tea shop, whatever, or having an opportunity to practice patience and exercise those muscles. Uh, another example would be using the extra time wisely. Now that you have the extra time in this moment, what will you do with it? Instead of focusing on the things that is in your way or the things you're um, looking after, focus on something else you normally don't have time for. After all, how often do you find yourself with quote-unquote extra time? Probably not very often. Use that time to meditate, read an article, listen to this podcast, or just listen to a podcast. Text something nice to a loved one or practice gratitude. Try mini meditation as another example. Take time out and practice a short meditation to help you calm any frustrations or anger that may result from the situation you're in. Last thing that she recommends is befriend the situation. Assume that the obstacle before you was put in your way because you needed to slow down and take a break. Watch your impulse to perceive the challenge before you as unfair or as bad timing. Instead, shake off any anger or frustration and take this as a cue that an old friend is reminding you that you need a moment to slow down and reset. If you shift your thinking about the meaning of the obstacle, you'll wind up arriving wherever you're heading 
with a calmer, clearer mind and attitude. Getting better at being patient will make your life and the person of those around you easier and ultimately will make you a happier person. After all, adversity won't be going away anytime soon. It's part of the human experience and you can't escape it. So you may as well learn to improve your patience calmly enduring the setbacks, difficulties, and unwelcome roadblocks along the way. A couple more tips to think about, and these have similar um, inklings with what uh, Melissa Aisler was saying, is make yourself wait. The best way to practice patience is to make yourself wait. Uh, A study published in Psychological Science shows that waiting for things actually makes us happier in the long run. Start with something small like waiting a few extra minutes to drink that milkshake and then move on to something bigger you'll gain more patience as you practice another recommendation is to stop doing things that aren't important we all have things in our life that take away time from what is important one way of removing stress from our lives is to stop doing those things take a few minutes and evaluate your week look at your schedule from when you wake up to the time you go to sleep Take out two or three things that aren't important, but take time. It's also a time to learn to say no to things that cause stress and make us impatient. Another thing, again, reiterating is be mindful of the things that make you impatient. Most people have several tasks in their head, and they jump from thought to thought without taking the time to finish one task first. We live interrupted lives as we try to multitask, and it's frustrating when we feel we aren't making Progress. It's better to be mindful of our thoughts, and the best way to understand this is to write down what makes you impatient. This will help you slow down and focus on one thing at a time and remove those things that stress you out. The last thing, and again, it's reiterating from what Melissa Eastler was saying relax and take deep breaths. Most of all, just relax and take those deep breaths. Taking slow, deep breaths can help calm the mind and body. This is the easiest way to help ease any impatient feelings you're experiencing. If breathing doesn't help, I find taking a walk to clear your head can be helpful in getting refocused on what's important. The point is to find some time for you each day to decompress. It is time we all slow down and practice a little bit more patience. We would be less stressed and more mindful of things that stress us out. It leads to us, again, being happier. And isn't that worth trying? So, with all of the the tips and tricks that I I recommended, uh, it is true that we must practice mindfulness, practice patience, not putting any unnecessary pressures on ourselves, because we got to be gentle with ourselves. We're human beings. And sometimes that we have these high expectations and lofty goals And sometimes we want to challenge ourselves to do those lofty goals. And then sometimes we just need to come back to earth and be patient with ourselves. And sometimes that just takes slow things down. That's what I'm trying to to practice in my life, being patient. Uh, I'm I'm working on practicing emotional intelligence. I'm practicing to go more than surface level conversations, which is was my limiting ability, my limiting belief is what I've learned, is 
I have not really challenged myself to learn how to practice that emotional intelligence. And as I grow as a person, I want to mature in a way where I do practice emotional intelligence instead of just saying, how are you and how you're feeling? You want to make sure that you are probing questions. And that's what I'm working on. It's been a struggle, but I'm hoping that the people that love me will practice patience with me as I am trying. Uh, I, I think people will give you grace if you are trying. And that's what I want to do is continue to try. So that is that is what I've been working on um, as far as things coming my way, you know, with new... I, I would love to, you know, travel the world, but we are all in that practicing patience. We have to wait for this global pandemic to be over uh, so for us to practice that uh, you know practicing building stronger relationships practicing effective communication so these are the things that I am charging to myself uh, so what I'm going to do before we depart is I will not be podcasting uh, this upcoming week, I am taking a break. Uh, I have given myself time off to be away from my computer from Thursday to Monday. Uh, I feel like even though that we are in the midst of a global pandemic, I want to give myself time to not look at a screen looking at work. I want to give myself time, the opportunity to refocus, recharge, reevaluate who I am. Before going back into to the Zoom calls, which which cause Zoom fatigue, and just need a need a break. I'll give you a, a topic week after. Do something, but if if you haven't subscribed already, click that subscribe button. You can get this podcast anywhere where you get your podcasts: Spotify, Apple Music, the whole gamut. If you feel like this was resonating, if you wanted to tip a brother, go ahead and tip me in the bottom below. Any monetary value is appreciated because this does cost money to upload and create from from there. And, and if you want to, just, just reach out. I'm willing to listen, have a dialogue about practicing patience. So until next time. My name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective. Peace.